For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This meeting is being recorded. Ah, tasty. <laughs> what are you sipping on there, Chris? Yeah, what is that? None of your business is what I'm wow. sipping on. <laughs> Sounded cold and refreshing Jeez. over there. Yeah, it was like a commercial for it, and then you don't want to tell us what it was. Hey, oh, Chet. we haven't signed the contract yet. <laughs> Chet, what's happening? Wow, listen Whoa, to those. Listen to those, those pipes. pipes. <laughs> sweet. You know what? It's the sweet mic. It's all processing. Jeez. Don't believe it. Yeah. Don't believe it for a second. Wow, man. I'm listening to us talk, and then it's like, <laughs> how are you guys? We're good, man. We're good. Good. Great. Hey, thanks you for know doing this. You know, you're my first. You're my first. Uh, you know, this is our first foray into this. There's been a lot of Vegas press because when the Golden Knights were in town. Last week, they were all like, whoa, what's our guy doing here? What's this all about? <laughs> so there was a lot of curiosity. And so now, yeah, I finally get to jump in a little bit with you guys, which well, is thank awesome. You. Thank you. Yeah, man. We're excited to have you here. We started this uh, chat. Chris was taking a little sip of something. I wonder when you're doing the games, what's the beverage you've got right there to keep those pipes as crystal clear as we hear them right now? I have a routine. Ooh. that that I've developed over over the course of the of the season. You know, we have we have like a couple of producers um whoever's calling the show whether it's Aaron or or Lamont, I get their coffee order. Um Caitlin Salemi is in the middle and she's like my go-between for uh, off-ice officials and you know, goals and assists and all that kind of stuff. And then um so I get there and she she usually opts out. Lamont wants a black coffee. Now I've started getting um that that uh, door there for the Mount Baker, whatever they call that, at, at Climate Pledge. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. about four people that work security there, so I get coffee for them <laughs> as well. And um, and then I get a mint tea with a whole bunch of uh, honey in it. That's usually gone by the end of warm ups because I get <laughs> like warm ups. I'm I'm wound, man. You know I'm I'm matching. I'm, I'm making sure I've got numbers to players and I'm, and you know, and the music's pumping and I'm like Jack. We're chatting here with Chet Buchanan. That's the voice you hear inside climate pledge, bringing that energy here to the games. It's neat. Just listening to you talk about some of the inside workings of the Kraken. I mean, we've been fortunate as a show to have a lot of people involved with the Kraken on and they're all just like you, Chet. Like everyone is so great. So happy to be there, so humble. And I think that permeates this the experience at Climate Pledge that the fans get of just having people like us that are just so excited for this team. And you can feel it when you're in the arena. It's um and it starts at the top. And it really does. And I was I was I was really surprised at the level of um detail that is paid attention to by Todd Lywicki by Victor DeBonis, the CEO and the COO of the team. Victor comes by, Victor comes by probably two out of three games and just does a check-in. Wow. And it's cool for me. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing for me too, because I grew up, you know, we didn't have NHL in Seattle, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I grew up a Canucks fan. 
And, and so, you know, while everybody else is going, ah, uh, we should be winning right away. Like Vegas, and everything. I'm like, bro, I've had a lifetime of <laughs> not winning hockey with moments of brilliance, yeah. you know, with, with moments of, with moments of, Oh my God, we're almost going to, you know, game seven, we're going to raise a cup. And no, yeah. um, you know, so, so it was just cool knowing, knowing that the, the PA guy for, for Vancouver is Al Murdoch and, and he's just amazing. And before him, um, John Ashbridge, and those were, those were guys that I really looked, looked to, even though they're a totally different, you know, I'm kind of that, that next generation. They were, you know, Vancouver Canucks and <laughs> formal and, and Al, Al has kind of opened that up a little bit for them. And, and I'm, you know, the generation of, <laughs> you can't be loud enough. What are we doing in Seattle without cube 93 now? Speaking of generations and things changing and stuff like that, it's not it's not there anymore. My second time it went away. What, second what is, time. Yeah, you want to have me? You want to have me back and do an hour on that? I have a great story. You want me to tell the story now or save it? Oh, go for bit. it. Terry Ryan was doing PA for the Seattle Thunderbirds at Mercer Arena in nineteen eighty nine ish, and I was doing nights on Cube ninety three. Oh yeah. And between periods, they would play, they would just turn the radio on. <laughs> they would just turn the radio on, which is the silliest thing. And it was this old, you know, like, you know, rotary dial and the old guy who was, and I forget his name. I should remember his name, but I don't. But they they would just turn cube on between periods. <laughs> like and hold so, the microphone up to it? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I, I don't, they, that's not out of wow. the realm of possibility. And, and um, no, I think he had it. I think he had it hardwired into the system, but, <laughs> but still they would, they would have cube on. And then um, I remember one day I came into the station and I had, you know, the old pink, you've got a call type mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. And Terry had called the, the front desk and said, Hey, I need to talk to Jeff Buchanan. So I called him and, uh, and he said, Hey, between periods, we're playing cube. You should, you know, you should say something. I said, here's the hotline. Call the hotline when we're between periods and shoot, I'll put you, I'll put you on. Yeah. You can do it. <laughs> and so we kind of, we kind of did a, we kind of did that bit for a little bit. That was literally my entry into, Hey, and then you should come to a game. Wow. And then, and then I ended up doing, you know, they wanted to do a puck shoot between periods or whatever. And I ended up doing that. And then I would fill in for Terry and call a few games. I'd probably do, you know, five, 10 games a year. Mm. And that was literally my entry, not only really into hockey, but I mean, outside of doing stuff in high school and whatnot. I mean, that was my, I, I ended up doing, you know, stuff for the Phoenix Roadrunners when I moved PA there. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I did, I did a little bit with the Winterhawks and stuff like that. And as it moved along and, and as things started happening here in Vegas, um, yeah, that's where I, that's where I ended up doing stuff here as well. And, and here we are. It's such a man. You guys are, are making me like emotional right now because there was, there were, it hurts my heart a lot yeah, me too. and there was nothing, there was nothing I wanted more than to be able to say, you know, cause we'd be, we'd do weather then. And, and, you know, and in Everett it's 52 and, and in Tacoma it's 48 and, and on the shores of Lake Washington, what a cool freaking thing. <laughs> and then to find out that, Oh my God, we really are on the shores of Lake Washington. And the story, um, I was 16, yeah, 16, 17, 
my mom didn't want me or my car didn't work or whatever was happening. But I grew up in Monroe. I grew up in Monroe and Duval and I live in Duval. I li- I'm, we're back on the farm in Duval. Now we split time 50, 50. Uh, I rode a bus. I mean, I rode, a, I went to work with my mom. She was a mail carrier in Redmond and I, and I rode the bus to Seattle to go to cube and, and hand them my, my tape. Wow. And that's all I ever wanted to do Wow. where that story come works with this is, and going back to Todd and Victor. So when, when I came to meet with them, um, you know, you're up in the box with, with them. And, and it's the great thing about hockey is that the, you know, the owners and the big shots, they don't, they don't have a suite. They don't go in a suite. No, they have a box. They want a box. It's nice. It's a nice box, but it's a box. <laughs> they don't want it. They want it a little grimy because hockey people, hockey people are grounded. Hockey people are the best people and the, and you're grounded and you want to work and you want to grind. <laughs> and as I'm standing and literally I'm standing next to, to Todd Lewicki and He's focused on the game and so am I. But as I look past him, I look down and I realize I'm looking at the seats that my dad took me to my first hockey game with the Seattle totems when I was like seven. And I still, and I don't, I don't have the program from the first game. I should have brought it out. I should have brought it in here. I have it. I have it. It's right down the hall. Um, I don't have the program from that first game, but I have it from the second game. And and I'm looking at those seats and I'm thinking, what am I doing here? Why, why am I, st- how, and this, this is the CEO. This is Todd Lewicki. This is not to be trifled with. And, and you know, and I'm, and all of a sudden, I, I don't know whether I, I don't know whether I was super freaked out or super calm. It was somewhere, it was somewhere, you know, doing this. And then, you know, and we talked for a minute and it was like, you, do you want to come and do this? And it was like, yeah, more and and literally, my answer to him was um, m- probably more than just about anything on the planet. And yeah. we know right now, we know great days are coming. I say it to Victor every time I see him: "Great days are coming, man. Great days <laughs> yeah. are coming." And this is fun now. Hell it's yeah. fun now. And but great day, I'm telling you, as sure as I'm sitting here, great days are coming. And I'll get to use my outside voice. <laughs> A lot more than I'm getting to now. I use my inside voice a lot. Um, trust me, I'd love to walk out of CPA h- horse, you know, with nothing left. I'd love that. I wonder, can you, with all the great calls you've had this season, is there one that comes to mind, two that comes to mind that have been kind of some of your favorite calls this season in Climate Pledge? The, okay, first blush answer. The very first time, uh, you want breaking news? I'll bet you guys don't know this. Do you know that the tentacle that comes down, do you know it has a name? Hold on Whoa. a second. No. <laughs> Do we have a break sound effect for this? This show? breaking news? Yeah. Wait, hold on. I got breaking news. I got we need a sound effect. Oh, I got breaking news sound effect. Hold on a second. <laughs> Shut up, Ryan. Ryan's already, Ryan's, Ryan's chatting in. He's in there mess- stealing your thunder. Breaking I told news him already. Unrelease the show. What's the name of the tentacle? It's a good thing none of us can read, so I don't see what Ryan said. <laughs> okay, good. Um, no, uh, that is Stella. For whatever reason, when they were calling it, you know, behind the scenes. Okay. Go for, go for whatever, you know, as everything's happening through the open, um, Aaron Sakara named the tentacle Stella, which immediately made for me, cause I'm this guy. It, it made everything have context. So the eye, you know, the, the crack in, in and of itself, that is a protective mother and somebody is invading her house and threatening her children. And I love her. <laughs> I love her so much. And literally, I now 
I have a visceral reaction every time we go into the open um, because the, you know, the initial, you know, that comes out. I don't know if you notice it when it goes dark, there's that, there's the crack and roar. That is that Stella and she's pissed. And, <laughs> and, and then, you know, and then the eye opens and I'm like, oh, that's my girl. Okay, come on. And then, and then, you know, and the call is okay, Stella go as she starts to come down and it's, and it's, you know, and from, for me, it's live theater and, and to when she hits the ice, the ice breaks and it's, you know, it's time to release the Kraken. And, and, and when that hits, it's, you know, for a dope like me, there's nothing better. And, the, and everybody screams and then the music starts. And then now it's bring, now it's bring the team out and, you know, light the tunnel, you know, the call in, the call in our ear, light the tunnel. They're walking, go Chet, you know, boo Seattle. And I pray that my voice doesn't crack every time. <laughs> Seattle. And then, you know, it's time. And it's just, oh my God. It's the, yeah, that, I mean, bonkers. really every, every night, what a, what a blessing. It's, it's the, um, seriously, for a kid who grew up a Seattle sports fan, to be able to be involved in, who grew up a hockey fan, who, who, you know, you ask anybody, they'll tell you, I'd rather watch hockey than eat. So now to be here and to be able to do this um, is just so special. Should we do a little release the chat here? I mean, you know, we're breaking news on release the show. Um, you talked about better times ahead. Maddie Berniers, pretty soon, you're going to be able to call that name at Climate Pledge. Speaking of breaking news, should we, can we hear, can we put you on the spot and hear the Chet, Maddie Berniers scores his oh, first yeah. goal? You know, I've already thought about sound it. Like? You know what I've already thought? Well, I think it's, don't you just have to, because that name just lends itself to taking, taking it up top and leaving it there. Just, you know, like mash the pedal and just, and leave it and just leave it full out. You're like a Maddie Beniers. You know, just go. Oh, that's... I want you guys to help me figure out what we're going to do. Mm. So, mm. so well, is I say, it, yeah. or is it a, or is it a Maddie Beniers? Is it like, is it like that? Ooh, that's a pretty mm. good one. I, I like, like the that pause one. in there. That's but that nice. still could be like, you're jumping in that Maserati and that first part <laughs> is the engine starting up uh -huh. and then pedal to the metal for the second half. And you're keeping mm -hmm. it up here. I kind of nice like that second one. You kind of peel out a little bit. I like yeah. that. <laughs> no, That's it's that all, grind in the beginning. All of that stuff is all pictures for me. It's mm -hmm. all, it's all pictures for me. It's, it's what, what is that? What does that look like? And, and how does it work yeah. through the season? And, and, you know, and, and, a guy like Vince Dunn where, where it's just two syllables and, you know, and we, and we landed on a, on a different thing just this past weekend was cause I was trying to add a little music to it. Vince Dunn. And instead, and instead we were kind of talking about, it, it was like, no, let's make that punch instead. Let's make it punch. So the next time, so the next time he scores, you'll hear it Vince or it gets an assist Vince Dunn. Nice. It, you know, it'll be more like, it'll be more like that. Um, yeah, but it's okay. So do we go, here's the problem. <laughs> Matt, here's the problem. This is our new and segment, is, working out the beats with Chad. <laughs> I love I'm it. telling you, man. Let's do it, man. So here's the problem with Maddie Beneers. If Maddie scores on Saturday or when Maddie scores on Saturday against mm -hmm. New Jersey, um, we're all going to be a little more pumped up than we need to be. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to remember to leave a little something in reserve to start it like at an eight and a half, because yeah. if I start at 10, 
my voice will crack. Yeah, you know, it'd be fun to get a couple release the show drops. What do we think, guys? Katie, do we do we have a couple reads we well, like to have Jet through here? If he says release the show, I'm hitting the theme song. That's the rules, man. <laughs> that is the rule. Take one, you know. Do you want to do you want to like the way I do it for Stella? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not mad yeah. at that. Well, however you want. You're the artiste. Why'd you get fired? Well, because you did all this trademark stuff for a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and you told them the name of the tentacle and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. I told them. I divulged Stella. No, I want everybody. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? If in the middle of the, if in the, middle of the open, if people started going, Stella, Stella! Stella! And she comes down, Stella! Yeah, if they started doing all that, Seattle sports fans, uh, you know, growing up, growing up, Seattle sports fans are the are the barometer that I've judged everything else by. Everything in my head has been Seahawks on defense, Sonics after a Gary Payton lob to Sean Kemp, uh, timeout Lakers, the original you know, lob city, um, Mariners. Mariner, 95 Mariners. Oh, yeah. Dude, when when um, I was living in Portland at the time, working for Z100, and, and um, when Griffey came around third, I hit the floor. I was living in an apartment. Here comes and I, Junior. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm on the floor. Down, <laughs> down, because I grew up playing baseball. <laughs> and I'm slapping the down, down, and, and, and save, you know, not in time. And and I roll and and yes, I did have the TV on, but I had the radio with Niehaus, you know, of course. Oh, yeah. And I rolled over on my back and I slapped the floor and I'm and I'm crying and I'm screaming. And um, my neighbors called the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Your poor downstairs neighbors. But I but I um, Husky football on defense. Did I say that already too? Husky football no, on defense. We'll take it. Seahawks on defense. Um, you know, we've. Seattle sports fans know how to be sports fans and they are the barometer by which I measure everybody else. And there have been moments, but they're not always there. And I'm waiting, I'm waiting because Kraken fans get it. And then once they get those situations um, and, and once everybody kind of becomes a little more in tune with the game, that, that arena is going to be, spectacular hearing you over the loudspeaker i mean you add to that energy we all love it we appreciate it and i think to ring in the show right and you're going to set a bar that i think we might not be able to have anyone else eclipse this so this might have to be an anomaly but this is probably going to be the best way we ring in the show here however you want to ring us into the show warmed up dropping the hammer here it is here comes for everyone listening this is how you do it this is this is (laughs) a free lesson this is how you ring in the big show. And after he's not a even 100%. After yeah, a he's sandstorm. Sick. He's yeah, sick. I'm not, <laughs> not warmed sick. up. I'm not that sick. I'm making excuses. So, okay, here we go. Seattle! It's time to release the show! Stella. We dipping, we diving, we sliding, we slapping. 
Mikey in Seattle, where we all about the action. Release the show. Release the show. Come on, everybody. Welcome to Release the Show. If you're not pumped, I don't know what you're doing. Chuck Buchanan. Bringing us into the big show, cracking PA announcer, breaking news on release the show before the show even starts, guys. We're breaking news here on the program. Uh, stick with us. I mean, this is the kind of stuff you get each and every week with your boys here on release the show, Seattle's cracking podcast. As always, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram at release the show. We're proudly brought to you by Simply Seattle. Go check those guys out. Mariners just started playing again. You know, we love to talk some Mariners on occasion. They got the J-Rod shirts just came in, Julio Rodriguez. So go check those out at simplyseattle.com. You can get all your cracking gear there as well. RTS 10 gets you 10% off any purchase there at Simply Seattle. So go check our friends out over there. it's a puck night tonight, guys. Puck night. Puck (laughs) night. Puck night. We, Puck night. We record early, so this episode comes out on Thursday. But tonight, we're playing the Flames at home. Or no, not at home. Away. Sorry. Mm. Mm, sorry. In gallery. Yeah. Who, who, put a, who put a versus in the prompter? Hmm? <laughs> um, it's uh, Puck night tonight. And also, my interruption uh, it has a reason, like it always does. Because there are... Oh, I'm sure. Not I don't always. know. I don't know if you, if you guys are keeping track. I don't know if Kraken fans are keeping track. Ten games left in the season, which means there is still an opportunity for Chris Labram to go skinny dipping. <laughs> if, if we drop this one tonight, and then God forbid, don't pick up a W by the end of the season, that's ten games. Yeah. So well, but didn't we just lose to Calgary? So they're already at one. Well, yeah, that's mm. true. That's a good point. So yeah. so yeah. we're well within. Holy crap! Yeah. What? Yeah. So, I mean, even if, so right now we could lose the rest, but turn the last game into a winner and Chris would still have to put his wiener into <laughs> pull up the, our schedule right now. I got to pull like, up our schedule. Yeah. We said we weren't going to do any more like, you know, prognosticating here, any more <laughs> predictions, but I got to check yeah, and see gotta, who, check who out, this man. one win is going to be against at least, at least. Yeah, we, I mean, we at least have one listener out there nodding their heads saying, thank you. Thank you for mentioning that. They've got slash marks on their wall and they said, thank you, guys. I want to make I'm glad someone's keeping track of this. We're going to take down the senators. Boom. Done. OK, I'm safe. <laughs> we got a lot to get to on the program. We're talking Maddie Berniers today. We're very excited to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk NHL playoffs. And I got a little announcement here at the end of RTS. But why don't we get into it? Big Ooh. news. It's been tough times for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, and we've been waiting for that bright spot. And guys, that bright spot has come with the announcement of Maddie Berniers joining the big club. Mm, Maddie B. First overall pick, your mm. Seattle Kraken. He signed his three-year entry-level deal. He's up with the big boys now. He's already practiced and he's ready to go. He's going to be playing here very soon for the uh, for the Seattle Kraken, guys. This is a bright spot that we've been looking for. Finally, now. he's come to his senses and and wanted to <laughs> stop eating Top Ramen and Kraft Mac and Cheese and get out of the dorms and come play for the big squad. Have you I forgiven like him, Brett? Have you forgiven him? You know what? Point? Honestly, it's all good. It's been a joke the whole time because that Michigan team, <laughs> that Michigan team he's coming from is stacked, like one yeah. of the best college teams. I mean, just from a talent perspective and on paper and who wouldn't want to stay in college and play for your stud college hockey team? You know, I can't begrudge him that. Uh, it, off, it's they all love, Maddie. <laughs> That's Chris saying that, by the way. It's they all love, Maddie. Welcome to the squad. And I mean, dude, if he starts pumping them in, um, you know, and, and scoring and doing everything that we would love him to do here, uh, then, you know, uh, yeah. it's all good. And But here's my question, Kevin. Can, and maybe, you know, I know we're going to do Hot for Teacher Kevin anyway, but it, 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 does this count as his rookie season or do you need a full season for that? 
Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. I wanted him to win rookie of the year, but with only 10 games left, you know, <laughs> seems like That'd it's going to be an uphill if, battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I don't know. Then again, it, if he scores like 28 goals, <laughs> if he becomes our leading scorer, oh man, that would be <laughs> 10 games left. then yes, I think he deserves it. Yeah. It's a great question, Brett. I don't think this counts as part of his uh, rookie deal. I'm not sure how it does factor it does. in. It, it's probably, it does, Chris. It does. Yes. Is this I read this that. is the first Hopper year of his three-year deal. They yes, just in these last five weeks, this he will then only have two years left. Wow! And they honor that. Uh, you know, I yeah, that's at least the way the, the, the Seattle Times has put it out there. Um, I forget uh, who who was the author on that one, but yes, according to the Seattle Times, this will count as his first year. I trust the PI. I haven't trusted the Times. <laughs> I haven't trusted the Times wow. since '06. They know what they did. I'm a post intelligencer man, Chris. <laughs> That's interesting, though, that it's going to count. I mean, again, that's a pretty big decision from Seattle. I think some of our listeners might be might be thinking, why a three year deal? Right. Why yeah. couldn't they have signed him for more years on that contract? So just to do a little hot for teacher, Kevin, before we talk about the playoffs. So NHL rookies that are younger than uh, 25 years, they sign those those entry level deals. And the length of the deal depends on the age. So if they're it's a three year deal for anyone joining the league, that's 18 years to 21 years. It's a two-year deal if you're 22 years old and 23, and it's a one-year if you're 24 years old. So they could only sign Maddie to a three-year deal, mm. but the Kraken will have the rights to his next NHL contract. He'll be an RFA, a restricted free agent. So maybe Seattle just figured, hey, let's just get him in. We know we can lock him up, and we need some excitement, and we got to see what we have going in the next season. Yeah. Here, let me read this for you because I found it. Okay. So it says, uh, by joining the Kraken now, Beneers gets to burn, quote unquote, one of his three years of the entry level deal in just these next few weeks, allowing him to qualify for restricted free agency and a bigger money uh, and bigger money a full season early. NHL teams would rather not lose that extra year of minimum salary control, but tend to allow top 10 picks the luxury of burning the year in such fashion to maintain positive relations with the player. So this is hot, it's hot for teacher Chris. Yeah, nice job. Well, yeah. hot for teacher reading a news article, but yeah. <laughs> Man, this dr- those drums don't sound right at the beginning of this. I tried <laughs> oh, to find a karaoke is? version. <laughs> yeah. It didn't kick in right away. Hmm. I'll have to work on that a little bit. Well, that was compliments of Jeff Baker. Well, thank Sailor you, Jeff. Time staff reporter. Let's move in in terms of our hat trick. Let's get in. We got the music going. Let's get a little hot for teacher, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the NHL playoffs. Now, I don't expect that our listeners have really looked much at the NHL playoffs and people that are newer to hockey and newer to the Kraken because, guys, let's be honest, we haven't sniffed the playoffs here at all this season. But, hey, with with newer fans to hockey getting into hockey through the Kraken, yeah. we figured why not talk a little bit about playoff structure, how the playoff looks, um, how they determine the playoff teams. And then maybe, guys, we even pick a team. I know we've picked teams that we're rooting against, see the Florida Panthers, but maybe we pick a team or two that we're going to root for. What do you guys think about that? No way. No, no. way. <laughs> I'm not rooting for any team except for the Kraken ever. Never. Well, <laughs> never. <it's> gonna... <laughs> All we'll right. To... Okay. Yeah. Hey, we, we can also choose not to. I mean, one of the things I was curious is, could we even root for a Pacific division team? I, I'm not sure we even could in the playoffs if the Kraken aren't going to be in it, but you know, think about that for a second. Should we should we talk playoff structure first? So just for, for listeners out there that are a little newer to the NHL playoffs. So you've got two conferences, right? You've got your East and your West. Each, each conference has two divisions. So in the Eastern Conference, you've got the Atlantic Division and you have the, uh, the Metropolitan. Western Conference, you've got the Central and the Pacific Division. So 
The top three teams in each division make the playoffs. So right now, our division Pacific, right? You've got Calgary, Edmonton, and you've got LA. So then each conference also has two wild card teams. So essentially, if you're not top three, then you're put into a stack of records and then they take the top two teams. So just to play this out right now, you've got Calgary as the uh, the division leader. They would go in and they would play either Nashville or Dallas. And right now, because they are second in points behind Colorado, they would end up drawing the first overall wildcard team. So it'd be Nashville. So that's a little bit about how the structure works. Again, what you're really looking for in the Pacific Division, top three teams. That's going to guarantee you a spot in the playoffs. Mm. Kraken, I think next year, hopefully, we'll end up getting there. Not there this season. But the question is, guys, are we going to pick a team with the regular no. season almost done? No. Brett says no. no. Can Is there anybody we have our eye on? No. I waited my <laughs> whole life to root for a hockey team. I, I, You guys... I have tried to root for hockey teams in the past. I've lived in New York City. I tried to root for the Rangers. It didn't stick. I moved to L.A. I tried to root for the Kings. It didn't stick, mostly because nobody in L.A. even roots for the Kings. So it was hard to root for the Kings. It hasn't ever been able to stick, and finally I got my Seattle Kraken, and I'll be damned if I'm going to root for another team. Now, I will say, though, Kevin, the only caveat here is if one of our former players Mm. who got traded away that I happen to have an affinity for. Maybe if they play for a team that starts to get hot in the playoffs, I could root for that player. Ah. But I will never root for (laughs) another team as long as I live. Write it down. Well, I wonder then. I mean, Toronto might be a team we're looking at, right? They picked up Geo. Chris, I wonder, do you got your eye? I mean, Brett might have his eye on Geo, hoping he has a good run. But are you thinking, Chris, I know you're a huge Geo fan. Yeah, you're rooting for the Leafs? You're rooting well, for he, the Leafs? Here's what I was going to say. I've got a lot of no's. You know, I'm not straight across the board no like Brett. I've got a lot of no's. I will not root for Vancouver. I mean, they, they probably won't make it anyway. But I will not root for the, <laughs> the Golden Knights. I will not root for the Florida Panthers. We've already established our rivalry there. So there's a lot of no's. But... I'm, I'm not willing to go across the board. Yes. So to answer your question, yes, I actually am supporting Geo. I will root for them as well. I will Boo. root for, for Toronto um, just to support, uh, you know, and Chet, Chet is, is you know, a part of the family. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm sure you can see why. What was uh, us Chet got to bald do with brother, this? Us bald brethren oh, stick oh. together. I'm sure he's a big Geo fan as well. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, you know, ever since... And it's kind of ties us back into Matty B a little bit. Ever since Russell decided to go to Denver, mm. I mean, Denver teams are winning and everything, and, and Denver won the you know the college championship and whatever. So, you know, I'm not mad with Gruby coming over from Colorado. I, I'm, hey, I might even say okay to the Colorado Avalanche, you know, making a run. You know, they've been pretty good these last few years. I'm not opposed to that. This is being in our in our division in our you know. Um, so those are sort of the two. I don't think I'm going to root for anybody else uh, except for potentially those two teams. Except for potentially those other two NHL teams. I don't even know what I'm hearing on this show right now. Are you kidding me? I'm going to turn over the desk. Producer Katie, that's it. I, I, I can't continue to do a show with these guys who are rooting for other teams in the NHL. This I is totally blasphemous. Agree. I totally agree. This is ridiculous. Totally one agree. season one season we don't make the playoffs, they're ready to jump ship. Ten games. Come on, well, ten games left, you guys. Jumping ship. Yeah. Do you want me to? It's do you ridiculous. want me to root for the Kraken in the playoffs? Are, are the Kraken <laughs> making the playoffs? You, 
This is specifically about the playoffs, Chris, not I'm, overall, not in general. No one's giving up on the Kraken. How can I root for the Kraken in the playoffs? When, how can I root for him? You tell me how I can root for him Maybe in the we'll be skating around at Northgate. Maybe we'll be working, working for next season already. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll be on the beach somewhere in some exotic location and they need some sunscreen. You need to be there to root for our team wherever they are, even if they're not in the playoffs. <laughs> not for some other team. This is Seattle's best Kraken podcast. Not Seattle's best whoever in the playoffs podcast. That's right. What if I go to an avalanche game with a Kraken jersey on? Is that okay? Does that still count? Well, yeah. I mean, that's definitely better. And you'd probably be sitting right next to Kevin from Denver. (laughs) (laughs) We got to check in with him. Do you think he's switching allegiances? (laughs) We should check in with him. We should check in with him and see. I was going to say, I'm sure Kevin from Denver would love the the Avs nod here. Uh, And as far as Toronto is concerned, I mean, Toronto had a huge meltdown in the playoffs last year. So that would kind of be a little bit of a feel-good story with them and Geo. Intern Brian is a uh, former and a reformed uh, Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Mm. And he has he has jumped fully to the Kraken. And uh, word from Brian is he's not rooting for the Leafs in this in these playoffs. So, like, I don't know what what's I just made that up. Actually, Brian, are you are you rooting for the Leafs? I, was, I just put words in his mouth. We could go straight to the source. We could get confirmation. What do you what are you doing, Goat? Who are you rooting for in these playoffs? Uh, well, since they are a local team to me. Uh, and Geo is there. I do have to confirm that I will be a temporary oh, Leafs fan. It. Don't forget it. No, I will that's be on the bandwagon. You're out. I yes. will be on the bandwagon. No, he's muted. Get, get him out of here. Mute. <laughs> you're welcome to the mute, argue with the mute party, my friend. He's been muted. Forget it. That's it. Gone. <laughs> You guys are both lucky you haven't been muted yet either. I, Kevin, we got to move on. This is he, Well, I was going to say, here's the thing. For a lot of people here that are at least lending temporary support behind the Leafs, you may want to go to bet online because the Leafs right now plus eleven hundred to win the Stanley Cup. So you know you throw a hundred bucks down, Brett. Even you, my friend, if you throw a hundred bucks down, you'll be singing a different tune if you went over a grand. Wouldn't that be funny if the end of this we we all said, oh, we didn't. Brett comes on the show and he's like, guys, I made over a thousand dollars because you convinced me. I threw a little heat down. I bet on Toronto. I bet on Toronto. At that point, I wouldn't be rooting for the Maple Leafs. I'd be rooting for my own wallet, which is fine. Uh, one in, one in the same that. through our friends loophole. at Bet Online. It's called yeah. a loophole. <laughs> so if you're interested, maybe, in throwing some uh, rooting for your own wallet and throwing some support behind Toronto, head over to Bet Online. They're the number one source for your betting needs, sports info, latest developments, updated odds. You got the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs starting soon, and the MLB's back. So you can go over there and lay your prop bets down on who's winning the World Series, who's winning the Stanley Cup. Super easy to get started. Head to the website. Use the promo code BELIEVE. That's spelled R-Way, B-L-E-A-V. Get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is where the game starts. So head over there. Check those guys out. I, I um, Listen, I don't mean to sound like such a curmudgeon. I don't mean to get angry. <laughs> I don't mean to yell at my partners. Uh, but I'm a man of passion, as you guys know. And I got I just. I got to say that... I love the all things Kraken. We, we've had people from the team on the show. All of the dis- disclaimers out of the way, you guys. We've partied with the team. We've hung out with Jaden Schwartz in, in the bowels of Climate Pledge Arena. We love this team. <laughs> but you guys, one thing that has bothered me about this inaugural season is we're a little too nice as the fans, 
as the team, as the players. I mean, the jerseys are nice. We're all a little too nice. I'd like to see in season two of the Kraken us getting a little more salt and a little more. <laughs> a little I've more said this grizzly. before on the show. A few more barnacles on us. And uh, so, I, I, what I'm saying is, I was going to say maybe I'll let you guys have this one playoff run to be wishy washy. <laughs> but now I'm kind of like, now I don't want to say that part of it because I just I, I, I need my team to have a little more grit, a little more fight, a little more determination, and I need my fan base to be a little more. I don't know, just a little more prickly when it comes to these other teams. We're a little too, we're a little too like, hey, we're just happy to be here, guys. We're just, hey, thanks for inviting us to the party. Like, I want to be throwing the party next year, and I want us to be pissed that we're not throwing the party this year. I, you know, Brett. Okay, can I make you a deal? I mean, clearly, right. clearly, you're of the mindset that nice guys never win. Okay, so I get it. I get it. <laughs> can I finish out the season? <laughs> In the nicest way possible and just support love and everyone and all teams, but really just Toronto and Colorado. But then I agree next year, next year, I'm getting prickly. Oh, so getting prickly. (laughs) All right. As long as next year's the year. (laughs) No, but it's interesting, though, that you bring that up, because honestly, here's my question to you guys. Seattle, I feel like sometimes as a city is sort of that way. Right. People, even if it's a little passive aggressive at times. People are just kind of nice mm-hmm. and 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 over polite and avoiding conflict and whatever. So how does that meld with a hockey team, Brett? Like I I can see that. Like you're saying, hey guys, let's just yeah, let's get a little bit more edgy with this whole thing. But Seattle, I don't know. It's kind of a Seattle thing. You, I feel no, like. you're totally right, man. You can feel it up there. Like uh, it, it. But I I don't feel like it's always been that way, right? Like we hate the Niners. We hate the Rams. Like, we, you know, we, we, we Mariner-wise, you know, Mariners have a bunch of rivals. You know, we can't stand the Yankees, uh, you know, the Anaheim Angels. The Angels, stuff. I was going to so, say, yeah. You know, the, like, I, I, I just, look, maybe it's season one. We haven't had enough time against these other teams to grow all those, like, internal storylines and, and whatever. But, I, so, I'm just, listen. I'm just asking for it. We'll see what happens next year. I just want to be on record. So when people dig up this tape years from now, they know where I stood from the very beginning. That's all. I mean, I think that it's just a party this season, right? I think the team, the city, the fans are just so happy to have this team. I mean, you know, we we, we heard Chet on this episode, right? Like everyone's amazing. Everyone's so great. Everyone's so excited. I think you got to wear it a little bit, right? And we've kind of talked about that on the show that, 10 game losing streaks here, you get rival and you build it over time and you build the hatred. So maybe by season two, we'll be, we'll be that prickly fan base, that prickly show. And uh, <laughs> yeah. just, just because of some tough times here. Well, it's like, look, I, I, Russell got traded to Denver and I see people online going like, no, we should root for him. Listen, Seahawks fans hate the Denver Broncos. We used to be in the <laughs> AFC West with each other. We, if yep. you're a Seahawks fan, you're not supposed to be able to stand. I mean, Steve Largent blowing up that dude back in the day. Like the 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 Broncos and Seahawks have had some really just battles over the years, and it, so it, that stuff runs deep for a lot of people, you know. And I feel like the young kids these days they might not <laughs> they might not get it, you know. And so I'll be here to remind all you guys about the you know the anger and vitriol that you must have burning deep with inside of you if you're going to be a true <laughs> Seattle sports fan. Brett's going to be our angry North Star here on release this show. <laughs> one one we can all you know if we're ever feeling good and excited, we can follow Brett's yeah. lead and and at the same time, th- this is the passion that. We've tried to bring to all of you every week here throughout the season. I mean, we're all three of us, we're all in on this team. And so here's the thing I want to say is we kind of kind of close out the show. 
I wanted to let our, our, you know, our, our listeners know that I'm going to be uh, letting Chris and Brett here finish out the season. I'm going on the uh, release the show injured reserve here. I'm going on uh, parental leave <laughs> on our RTS. Yeah, man. I got a, a second kid coming here. So uh, we got a, got a nice, you know, parental leave policy on release the show. So be taking a step back here, letting my boys here finish out the, the show. But I, I just wanted to say to all of our listeners, like it's been such a unique, incredible opportunity to have a brand new team have a brand new show. I hope we finish on a high here with uh, Maddie B coming to, to bring his skills here to the Kraken. You can hear the fear in his voice, can't you, Chris? Can <laughs> yeah. you hear it? Yeah. Kid, kid number, number two one, is coming. Now here comes kid number two. You can hear it, man. Yeah. It's yeah it sounds like, he, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it's over for him. Like he's never yeah. coming back or like, anything. That was like it. He's like, hey, guys, this like, this is it for me. never leave my house, guys. We'll, we'll have to see how this goes. It's like, goodbye to my sanity. Goodbye to my friends. <laughs> goodbye to my hockey team. I'm out for a while. Kevin, dude, yeah. congratulations, man, from all of us around here, obviously, on behalf of the listeners congratulations i can't wait till you come back and let us know the name because that's yeah. the big big trade secret still we don't even know yeah. all that i mean dude, i can't wait to think of a nickname for the name that you <laughs> that you give your second you oh know? yeah mm. I, that's actually a good point it doesn't really matter what you officially name them <laughs> but uh just congratulations to you congratulations to mrs kevin also mm-hmm. well thanks boys and you know you guys are the best and it's been it's been a blast here with this first season doing this show with both of you and uh, and all you listen out there as well again thank you for being here each and every week with us on release this show Hit us up on social and that's why we're able to do this show that's what we enjoy about this show is talking to you so make sure you listen we're going to be closing out the season here with all of you check back listen every week we're releasing new episodes go check out our friends at simplyseattle.com and big thanks to chet buchanan for being on the program here today oh wait, and wait, wait, wait. We, D- oh. david davis law group oh <laughs> davis law group davis law group hold on there's still 20 seconds davis law group 206 Seven two seven four thousand. Maybe don't send them this one, producer Katie. This was this one's kind of rushed. Uh, but if you guys have questions, they have answers. Two zero six seven two seven four thousand. Go to WashingtonAccidentBooks.com. Get the free book. Answers all of your questions about personal injury. Maybe you have a family member who's been injured in some sort of way. You got questions. They got answers. Davis Law Group, local in Seattle. Local people doing cool things for local Seattleites and people in the PNW. Davis Law Group. I would like to take this to court and argue that it, it is not rushed. I it know. is right on time because <laughs> it's always the right time to talk about Davis Law Group. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're going to owe them one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, we will see you next week. See ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.